Welcome back to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Don't worry, I'm not going to waste your time with an explanation of today's show. So grab yourself a drink, sit back, relax, and join us for another episode of Liquor and Leagues. Because no, I can no, always that wasn't intro. my point. <laughs> 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 there are quantum I'm, physics. Look here, look here, uh, Brett Michaels. In the, uh, if we're just exploring my inner demons here. You wouldn't have been quite as polite when you left the interview. No. I mean, if need be, we can start a GoFundMe yeah. page for you. This is but where we lack comparative knowledge, Max. Damn, dude, three hours later. Others actually want to watch some people play. See dude. reference Rick and Morty. <laughs> I will do my editing, don't you worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome, gentlemen, to another episode of Liquor and Leagues. How's everybody doing today? Um, not as good as Grinch. I, I wish I was doing as good as Grinch, but not as good as Grinch. I am the champions. <laughs> yeah. Squeaked it out there, buddy. You know, after oh all, the months, all, all those weeks of uh, chasing me and then being tied with me, you finally squeaked it out. Wait, what um, did you say? game, too. I was like, I swear to God. <laughs> That's so why I, I was telling Thor earlier. I said I didn't get to see it, but I was following that in the Alabama Florida game because they both looked like they were amazing to watch. Um, so I'm have to go back and rewatch them. Yeah, uh, obviously I didn't watch much of the Ole Miss LSU. We were we were in recording at the time, but I did try to catch what I could of it at the end, and then I watched every goddamn bit. Mac, I don't know if you went to bed. I know you and I, we hopped off the phone and then, oh no, Dude, you no, were late because uh, you texted right at the end. That's right. I, I watched every last painful minute of that. Yeah, but how could you but, not? But I'm going to tell you, that that's what we paid to see, right? Yes. I mean, for, for lack of a better term, that was one hell of a chance. Probably one of the better ones I've seen in a long time. And and nothing to, Alabama, kudos to you. You you ran the table Eighth. in a year of of only sec play no bullshit games you managed to beat everybody you played handily but i have to say and i'm obviously biased to some degree florida they did not give up yesterday in the fourth fucking quarter i there were times where i was like they might actually pull this shit out but but there were also times when i was kind of like i just want alabama to put them out of their misery at some point (laughs) kind of letting them hang around wouldn't go away yeah, yeah. Was a painful vacillation between those two perspectives. I agree. There were there were two for me. There were two major issues. Obviously, uh, the first being clock management at the end of the first half. At the end of the first half, you're down on the one yard line, and and I know you're a huge fan of Gary Danielson Grinch, but he's like, run some clock down, right? You got mm-hmm. 24 seconds on the play clock. Five seconds later, they hike the ball. Now he got in, right? But you now left an excess amount of time because they're going the whole drive. They're like, you score now, you get the ball at the beginning of the second half. You suddenly cut this lead down if you get two touchdowns. Well, you know, statistically it's been shown that if you score at the end of the first half, and then you get the ball back in the the, the beginning of the second half and you score again, you're statistically you're going to win. And, and they did score. I was like, Holy fuck, they scored. And, but they did it unfortunately quicker than they probably should have because there was slight clock mismanagement. And of course, then for the next minute and a half, you heard the commentators saying, well, they should have run time off the clock. Should have run time off the clock. You're, you can't leave this team that much time. And clearly they paid the price, which means effectively that, that you weren't trading the scores at that point. You, you scored, then they scored. So you didn't really gain a lot of ground. And then they came out in the second half and fuck if they didn't score again. It was like, shit, now it even shines a brighter spotlight on that mistake at the end of the first half that little bit of clock mismanagement. And then in the end of the, 
fourth quarter, they had the same issue. They were just, and I, and I complain about it and I know I'm a, a fucking sofa quarterback and it's easy to do it from home watching the TV, but it's like, dude, you need to have a sense of urgency. You know, you have to make up so many scores and you can't be letting the clock run and you're just watching the offense, not get set, not get set. And it's like, fuck dude, you're just letting this go. You're just shooting yourself in the foot. You know, <laughs> I can certainly relate to this very painful loss <clears throat> on a number of levels. Um, even dating back to the Rick era where, you know, in the SEC championship, uh, in the final drive, uh, if you remember the play, like <clears throat> quarterback throws the ball, gets tipped, hits the receiver in the hand, and, and there was two seconds, and he just instinctively caught it, got tackled on the two-yard line, time expires, you know. And, of course, in retrospect, everybody's like, if you just knocked it down, you know, there would have been another play. <clears throat> you know, and then obviously the, the national championship, you know, you're in overtime. It's two and twenty-six. Bama hasn't hasn't been in the lead until the very last play of the frigging game, <clears throat> and then another SEC championship. Um, the 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 takeaways for me as you watch Bama is they they're gonna play all four quarters, and I don't I don't want to take away from the team by saying they get these little breaks because I think you make your own fate in this regard, but there's, there's plays like in your heart, you want to go the other way, but you understand why they did it. But, but it just irks you, you know, like <clears throat> an example um, was, uh, I think it was in the SEC championship game. Um, I want to say it was Mark Ingram goes in for the touchdown, fumbles it on the way in. And as he's rolling, he touches it with two hands and then it gets knocked out, but it was ruled a touchdown because he touched it just long enough, you know, so in your heart, you're like, I know the rule is accurate, but like, it just feels like that shouldn't have been a touchdown, you know, like that's how you feel with Bama almost the whole game. Well, just these little things that add up. Yeah. And that's that, that weird ass inconsistency in terms of rule play, right? When you have the ball and you know you're you're crossing the touch the 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 end zone all it's got to do is break the plane doesn't matter what happens after that if it gets knocked out doesn't as long as it's that split second crossing the plane it's a touchdown the one call yesterday and we texted about it was that motherfucking blindside tackle i'm sorry tackle right yeah, that, that was bullshit what is that meaning in this regard yeah right <clears throat> you can do a blindside tackle but you can't blindside block well what the fuck is the difference and this is what i told mac when we were on the phone yesterday is there's only one guy on the field that you can then blindside tackle, and that's the guy with the ball. So it's legal to blindside him, but you can't blindside the other 21 people on the field. That's bullshit. That doesn't make sense as a rule. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know how you tweak that, that rule. Um, I mean, I guess you could say it just has to be – you almost treat it like targeting. It's, it's like it's it's somewhere in between targeting and blindside because of the way the hit happens, but yet it's not a defenseless runner and they have the ball, so they're fair game. I mean, certainly in terms of player safety, I mean, that was a wicked hit, just a wicked hit. Right. <clears throat> uh, well, but, I, I, again, normally if a ball runner has the ball, he knows what's in front of him. In a change of direction play like an interception, you don't have that benefit as a as a ball carrier. Because guys are now behind you, 
or, you know, or off to your side out in your peripheral uh, as a ball runner, nummy starting from the backfield, that's generally not your concern. Everybody's coming straight at you. So you're not looking for the guys coming from, you know, 35 degrees off your, off your backside, going to lay you the fuck out. So it just seemed like a goofy ass call. And, and yeah, I know that's the rule, but, and it didn't change the outcome of the game, but I just thought it was bullshit. And I mean, we've had this discussion. Does one play change the game? And, and again, the frustration with, you know, with a Bama, uh, when you play a Bama is there's like 15 of those you know, right. that all individually just, you're like, you right. you, <laughs> but, well. but at the same time, you're like, it's not technically like it's in compliance with the rule. It just fucking pisses me off. Right. <laughs> well, you know, Mac made the comment yesterday when we were talking was somebody needs to just kind of put their, you know, put in a third stringer. Uh, uh, DB and just lay Devonte Smith out, right? You're going to get ejected from the game, but you got to just take him out. And I was like, yeah, you don't want to win that way. And he's like, of course you don't, right? I'm just talking shit. And then of course that motherfucker got open after open after, oh, it's like the one guy on the field you absolutely have to account for and you just couldn't do it. And, and let's, let's be honest that, that that's not just Florida. No. I, I don't think anybody's been able to account for him and stop him. And, and I don't think anybody's going to, starting on Sundays next year. No. You know, I, I, he is just – I mean, they have some some amazing talent uh, on, on that team, and it's hard to it's hard to compete against that sometimes. It is. And, and if it wasn't him, it was Najee Harris. Yes. I mean, that cat set some records. <laughs> I mean, I mean five, five rushing touchdowns, was it? Uh, no, no. Just, I think it was five touchdowns. Five total. Five touchdowns. total, right. He had some yeah. receiving touchdowns. Receiving I'm sorry, that's not as impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It is for him because they were his first ones, actually. He has not had any others this season, yeah. they said, uh, and he hasn't needed them. Yeah, so, I mean, it was a great game from start to finish. Uh, yeah, obviously frustrated as a Florida fan, but they played lights out. I mean, Trask never gave up. You know, Kyle Pitts had a, a, a stellar game. Uh, Kendarius Tony, same. It just was not meant to be, and they have nothing. And they said that at the end of the game. Trask has nothing to hang his head about in this game. I mean, he did everything he could do. Uh, to carry that team, but you know, it is what well, it is. I, I think if there was any team that was going to compete with them this year, it, it was Florida. And I, I think we all knew going into the game, there was, there was not probably going to be anybody that was going to beat Alabama in that game. Okay. I'll, um, I'll be completely honest. Again, we talked about this. Are you, are you betting with your head or you're betting with your heart? And I said, Florida could win it. That was with my heart. I did not think they would win it. I'll be honest exactly. with my head. I didn't think they'd be this close. So that yeah, impressed me. I, I, I will say, uh, I mean, it was an impressive showing, and it was a phenomenal game to watch. Well, I mean, nobody uh, played Bama this hard this year. It, yeah, they said it was the closest win Bama's had all season. Um, yeah. No, I totally agree, and and I think it again. Um, you know, my couple observations from the game is again, defense is dead. <clears throat> it just is. <laughs> defense is dead. Uh, I mean. If anything, I mean, Mullen put on a really impressive clinic on how to create problems for a defense, you know, and I think everybody's going to get into this RPO scheme where you mix up the tight ends, you move out running backs, receivers, you just give all these complicated looks to where the defense has got to, they get, they just have to make choices and commit. And then they have to make like NFL caliber plays to break up a pass. And and Florida's defense made some phenomenal plays. I mean, that one interception that, let, you know, right prior right. to that, that Mitchie hit was a phenomenal play. It's just, you know, those couple of penalties, those drive killers or drive sustainers. Well, you can't – yeah, you cannot give 
Alabama, second chances and, and stupid penalties. I mean, they're, they're, they're tough enough to beat when you play perfect. If, if you give them, you know, those kind of plays like you're talking about Grinch, it's all but over at that point. Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, again, defense is, is practically dead. Um, although Clemson seems to show up, but, um, but the other thing was I kind of noticed through the flow of the game how aggressively Alabama's defense was trying to strip the ball. It, it, was, it was clear it was an emphasis. I mean, almost every tackle you could just see that arm sweeping down or grinding to yank or out. It out. Right. So I think if you, if you say offense is going to win, more reps at offense and it equates to more points, then turnovers now becomes the bigger margin to contribute to victory. Because, I, I mean, I don't know. Tell me, I, I was trying to – I was wondering about this, if I was right or wrong, but special teams don't, didn't seem to matter. Not really. Um, the kicking game was just kind of here and there. But, like, kickoffs, kickoff returns, like that whole phase of the game is, is almost inconsequential other than just kind of were you 10 yards forward or maybe, t- you know, 10, 20 yards, give or take. But it was possession on offense is ultimately what, in my mind, mattered the most. Yeah, I mean, they they controlled the whole first half. They had, what, more than double the – they had run more than double the amount of plays Florida had, controlled the ball for more than double the time. When they showed that they had run 80 plays at some point in the second half, I was like, holy shit, 80 plays? And they kept going back. The commentators kept going back saying, uh, you know, Sarkeesian was saying, if we run their defense down – we will take advantage in the fourth quarter if we have to. And that's what they did. I mean, you can't leave the defense on the field that long. They're going to be fucking gassed. There's just no way around it. And, and I will say, um, I mean, it was a hard-fought game through the, all the way to the end. But I'll tell you that that Ole Miss LSU game, those defenses were smoked at the end. Yeah, I saw that fourth quarter with LSU was just – they were just gassed, just yeah. wheezing for air. They eventually put a fucking lineman on the ground. It was like, you got to stop. Somebody's right. got to sit people down. People fall down. Just yeah. somebody. You, Doesn't me? Matter. Oh, me? Okay. You're either going to do it of your own accord or you're going to have a fucking heart attack. So figure it out. Yeah, so I, I don't mean to jump to that game. No, no, that's sequence, fine. I was about to. I, I just – yeah, okay, I'll just pause there and let you tee it up then. No, no, please continue. The LSU game, you know, fuck Lane Kiffin. And, and, you know, my continual sentiment, I saw LSU, you know, they were leading the charge and then fucking Ole Miss just stormed back. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because I think, Haas, yesterday you were complaining. You were like, this fucking game. And then Ole Miss is like, they just started showing up. And, and again, much like Florida, I think they had six turnovers. They had six turnovers, yet still managed to keep it as a close game. I mean, LSU, I don't think had any turnovers. Maybe uh, one. They, I know they had one. One. They, they had threw one. that interception in yep. the end zone. So six yeah, turnovers to know, one. They, they, they win, they win the, the, the turnover re, the ratio and they win the game. They did, but what barely. A barely. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you're it, right. It just, goes, it just goes to show if, 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 you know, if Ole Miss had actually protected the football the way they should right. have, it would have been a, probably a blowout. And I, I, I think I threw this stat out a while back, and I'm, I'm sure it's dated, but I, I think there was a Florida State game with Jameis Winston where they had five, tur- five interceptions turnovers. Yep. Yep. And they still won, and they said it was like one of the few times, if ever, a team with five turnovers had come back and won. But they were probably playing Carolina Panthers, so who the fuck knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, that I mean, and that Mac game, is silent. That game was all heart for sure. Um, at because Ole Miss was fired up. I mean, it yes. was it was thirty four to twenty one at half. 
And then, like you said, they came roaring back. Their sideline was pumped, and that rain was nasty. Oh, I was about to say, torrential nasty. fucking downpour. Oh, God. I've never been more happy to be watching a game from my own couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning of the fourth quarter, I thought fucking LSU just gave this one up, and, and that's it. And thankfully, they – you know, they were able to pull it out at the end. Same thing, you know, 100 points of, uh, you know, 100 total points, fucking 1,000 yards of total offense. I mean, clearly. Championships. Yeah, and like you said, defense <laughs> defense doesn't matter at this point, right? Because it just seems to be the case that's been happening more and more often. Uh, but it was a good game. The only reason we're going to talk about that, or, or we did talk about that game, is the relevance to our picks. Because at the end of the day, that was the only game that mattered. We can touch on, you know, I don't really care about the other games, but we can touch on the one game that I think may have surprised all of us was Missouri-Miss State and that fucking blowout. Not me. That's why I picked Mississippi State to win. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so 51 to 32. Uh, you probably should have texted me before we got on this call and said, can you change mine to Miss State, bro? Because you forgot. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that that was a surprise. I don't think any of us thought that was going to happen. But they started the season with a win, and they ended it with a win. So, kudos yeah. to them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> when you allow a team 51 points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I do think it's worth calling out, though, on the Ole Miss LSU game. Butte, 14 receptions for 308 yards at three yes. touchdowns. And it, he's a freshman, right? I think he's a fucking freshman. <laughs> it was insane. Is insane. Yes. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I think they said he's like a true freshman or some shit and clearly will be a target for their their quarterbacks for years to come. He, in Max theory, he's the guy. Yeah, he's a freshman. Six foot 185. Mac, you got to put somebody on that guy. Fourth, fifth string, water boy. Just take him out. I'm telling you. Bobby Boucher off the bench. Uh, we're bringing yeah, so, the goon to football exactly. so I don't want to waste a lot of time on the week that was because I mean there weren't a lot of games that mattered and I think for the most part we knew how they would probably come out but I would like to move on to the fact that the season is officially over regular season now we're moving into the bowl bowl season the the playoff are we uh, yeah we are, uh, are the playoff sure? picture yeah I just said we are because no. I'm already seeing bowls get canceled I've seen Minnesota, Nebraska, and Michigan State have all said they're not going to go to bowls if they're Oh, invited. well, yeah, but uh, um, we're still going to have Florida's the conversation. Tight end. Florida's, Florida's tight end. Florida's tight end is, so, is yeah. skipping uh, the bowl if they get, yeah. you know, for whatever bowl they go to. Well, they can make whatever choice uh, they know, want. No, and, and the only thing I bring this up to is, is outside of, you know, the college football playoffs, are any of the bowls really relevant anymore? Uh, no, and I know, I mean, again, I know, I know a bunch were canceled and they were the bullshit bowls to begin with. But I think we can agree the New Year's Six Bowls, they're getting played, even if you don't play any others. Some of them just getting played in different cities now. That's yeah, fine. I mean, I think a couple – I think those are going to be some of the themes of who cares. Like, Well, like, in, you know, like who who wants to play is what I mean. Will they play like they care since they clearly did not get in? You yeah, know, I mean, that, that's more some of the subplots of outside right. of the, the, like I said, the college football, you know, what's the incentive to go play in any of the other bowls? I mean, a lot of times it's, it's a free trip to go somewhere, but if you can't do anything when you get there, what's the point, you know, who, who cares about the Duke's mayonnaise bowl in Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> okay. Well, the then Rose Bowl did move. Yeah. They moved it to Texas. That's right. I then, mentioned let's, that. yeah. then let's focus on the conversation at hand. The only two bowl games that you are concerned about. Okay, and those are the two semifinal playoff games. Ohio State versus Clemson. 
fuck Ohio State. In Alabama yeah, versus it, it should have been Cincinnati or AM. I think we can all agree on that, right? So yeah, I'd, I'd have been happier with Coastal Carolina. There's or, or, okay, sure, but it shouldn't have been Ohio State. Exactly. They could go eat a bag of giant fucking rotting donkey dicks. But Do you think dude, they can beat Clemson? I, I tell you what, um, as a as a lifelong uh, South Carolina fan, not rooting for Clemson, and You're or now rooting, rooting for, for Clemson. South Carolina and or any team that's playing Clemson, this is one of those times I make an exception. This is a but-for situation. Well, this, this I, will, you, I will be rooting for Clemson. No, no, you won't be rooting for Clemson. You'll be rooting, You'll be rooting against, against Ohio State. Fair enough. Well, let's you. make sure we, 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 we keep your fair loyalties enough. there. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. That, You're right. That's more apropos. Yeah. On the ESPN analytics, it says uh, FPI makes Clemson a 50.3% favorite to win over Ohio State. I feel like it should be higher than that. I hope they steamrolled the shit out of them. Oh, I hope. So clearly we all agree that Ohio State should not have been in the conversation. I talked to Mac about this yesterday. I have a coworker that's a, a, an Ohio State fan, and I asked him point blank, should they be in the conversation? And, of course, he was very candid about it. He goes, look, I'm biased. I'm an Ohio State fan. He said, should they be there? No, the body of work doesn't legitimize their being there. He said, but unfortunately, their brand does name recognition, what they bring to the table from a brand perspective, the seats they can put, you know, the people they can put in seats. That's why they're going to be in the conversation. And I, I guess yeah, I understand you're, you're gonna that. Bring, you're going to bring more viewership to that game just because there's, there's more Ohio State fans than there are Cincinnati right. fans or Coastal Carolina or this or that. Right. So, yeah, and they, they talked about it in the pregame. Of like, you know, it's all about the brand and, in, and that's, in a lot of cases. And it shouldn't be. No, and that's the unfortunate thing because you go, oh, well, they can put people in seats. Nobody gives a fuck in the stadium, right? right? But that's why Notre Dame's in to right. some extent, too. Well, they they you, probably shouldn't be in. But and they you know, know people will tune in. That's TV ratings. Right. But, you know, that I, I, I agree with that point. I actually thought that might be a reason A&M might get in because they've got a strong fan base as well. And they're, they're certainly clamoring for their first time in. That, that's why I was like, hmm, I just think the body of work for some reason – <clears throat> no, nah, I don't know. You, it's more than that. It's not your body. I, could, so they can be body is. work because yeah. the, the yeah. only team they lost to was Alabama. Yeah. They played all SEC teams, yeah. and 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 they played more games than Ohio State, and they played more relevant games than Ohio State. So, no, it's just I think it's I think you're right, Mac. I think it's exactly what you said. I think it's brand, and well, they want to sell freaking you know commercials and and, and could it also be that you know, hey. I probably wouldn't necessarily tune in to, to, you know, Clemson and Coastal Carolina or Clemson and Cincinnati because I don't have a dog in the fight. Right, but a and not, not that I do in Clemson and Ohio State, but I would love to see Ohio State lose. So did you pick up, you know, some of those fans that might now watch? And this is all speculation, obviously, you know, and, and conspiracy theory. But, you know, did you put them in just to bring in those fans that want to see them lose, potentially? Conjecture or not. <laughs> I would, you know, I, I wonder too if they just did want to have two SEC teams in there. It's possible. I mean, I, I can yeah, understand that. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, this is something we can debate all day long. Obviously, as it stands now, we know the four teams that are projected to be in the semifinals. So, with that being said, let's move away from the week that was and let's look ahead towards the future because on this show, we're always plowing ahead. So, as things stand now, Grinch, you are the overall leader with 52. Haas, you come in second with 51. I'm in leader third. With... champion. I prefer the yeah, yeah, wait a minute. I thought, I are, are we not no, no. counting? So, so the championship. We're not done. I feel like you came to see the crown and then took see, it back. 
This Look, is where Grinch is where you post. talked about the if rules. The oh, well, I guess what we can say is Grinch is the regular season champion. Oh, if C- okay. if the CFP are changing as we go along, Grinch. If the CFP can take the resume of Ohio State and put them in, I can change. As Shrek said, there's hey, some hey, fine print for you. The rule, rules are fluid. Rules hey, weren't meant for to doing stand, this. No, rules weren't meant to stand Shrek's in the way in the of common mail. sense. Thanks, brother. Uh, yeah, so I mean, regular season, obviously, you you are the title holder there with fifty-two. Uh, do you want me to put an asterisk so we know? Because <laughs> no, you did earn this in COVID. I want the font increased, and I want my green box no. color to come back. Well, then learn how to use Excel. Uh, know how with- to use Excel? I can't access your damn sheet. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna keep it that way. Uh, so yeah, you were the regular season winner with fifty-two wins. Haas, you were in second with fifty-one. I am in third with 48, Mac. You unfortunately come in last with 46. So moving forward, though, we do have the, the two semifinal games and the national championship game. By the but, way, that level of victory is known as a landslide. That was a landslide. Is that what it is? Yes, yes. I thought it was like an old-fashioned... Uh, no, landslide. 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 There's no other word for it. Well, either way. It's like the Electoral yeah. College, landslide. Let's move it forward. <laughs> So we have two games we're going to pick. We're going to pick here. So Haas, it is not over yet. There is still a chance. Mac, it's not over yet. There's still a chance. There are three games left. So who knows anything could happen at this point. So we will start. Uh, Grinch, since you are the regular season winner, you will pick first. Then Haas, you will pick second. I will be third. And Mac, you will round us out. And again, we'll just do one game at a time and just see how it goes. So the first of two, Notre Dame, Alabama, CFP semifinal games. Grinch, how would you like to pick this game? I'm going Bama. Okay. Going to be riding the hot hand here. Okay. Haas, Same. Alabama, Notre Dame. Alabama, okay. yep. Yeah, I, I quite frankly, honestly wonder why we're even doing this because none of this is going to change anything, I think. Because I think oh, no, let's see. Let, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to be on the record for it, A, right? But I'm, I'm, I'm also intrigued to see how it plays out. I said learn how to use Grinch. Excel. Grinch are, are, you just... are you now? Are you now? Mac, I will not assume that you're choosing Alabama. I was just putting something there. Do you want to go with Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we move on to the next one, Clemson, Ohio State. Grinch, Clemson, Ohio and obviously, State. Obviously, statistically, 50-50. I'm going to go on. Uh, yeah, see, this uh, will be the one toss-up game here. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Clemson. You're going to force – you're going to force Haas to choose Ohio State if he wants to gain oh, ground. Hey, that hurts me and pains me in ways. Uh, it, well, I'm very conflicted. I don't, I don't want to choose for Clemson, but I also don't want to choose for Ohio State. Yeah, and, um, and of course, at this level, you figure no game's a gimme, but who knows? Uh, Alabama's a gimme. I mean, you, don't you know, know it's interesting because Ohio State's had a lot of weeks to get fresh and healthy, and I mean, I mean, I guess at this rate, they all will. Clemson. Okay, so you're right. I need need to wash my mouth out with some bourbon. (laughs) Clemson! All right, I'm going to go with Ohio State. If for no other reason, Max still can't catch me, and it gives me a chance. What the hell? Right? I can go off of the other two picks. Mac can't catch me with just one. So I figured I'll take a shot. I'm still in third if I lose. No, No harm, no foul. Mac, now. But we can make fun of you. You can, but if Clemson loses, then I gain ground on everybody, which ultimately isn't really going to help me. But what the fuck? It'll just put you one step behind, farther behind me. 
Clemson. Clemson it is. Okay. I figured why not? It's a chance to gain ground. And if I lose, I don't really lose all that much. Well, here's the thing, though. If in this final match you guys go against each other and he wins both of those, you both tie for last. That's true. But the upside here is if I lose this match, uh-huh. he wins the week. He okay, wins the week. Enough. He has to pick first, okay. which means in the final game, all I got to do is pick the same team he does. He don't get a choice. Uh, see, I thought we were just going to go ahead and pick the winner from. We don't know okay. who the winner will be. Mac, uh, yeah. Okay. Time to... <laughs> always thinking. Oh, shit. The, the house always wins. That's, That's right. how it's been all season. The winner of the week has picked. Like Thor, I didn't realize you worked at the casino industry. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that there we are. So Alabama across the board, unanimous, and then We're the three of you. Proud of himself. The three of you chose <laughs> Clemson. Look, it would have been different if you guys had gone I'm a different so way. I'm so excited! I came sure, in third. Sure, sure. So I figured. With hey, I tell you what, next next year, I'll let you do it. You can you can write the the Excel spreadsheet. And you no, can no, do all I the like rules. Throwing darts and okay. talking shit. Then we're good. <laughs> I, I want the least responsibility possible. <laughs> then this relationship works. We're good. Uh, as, all right. as abusive as it is, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so you keep it, coming back. I know, I know. I can't find all? a better man. <laughs> Wait, he keeps coming back, or I do? He's got the easier job. Codependency. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> I'm like a drug you just can't shake. I get right. it. Uh, okay. All right. So we will end it there and we will see how the rest of it. And again, we can meet if you'd like and talk about the, the other bowl games. At some point, we can make our picks there and our, our see how this really will play out. It's really up to us what we want to do. But in terms of this week, we will end it there. We have these two games in the books. It's locked in. We will see what happens. I appreciate your time as always, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Until next time, yeah. we'd like to say Roast. Empire. Absolute quiet. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs>